USDA loans are not just for farmers way off in the boonies. I'm here in the Dallas area and there's USDA eligible properties within like 15 to 20 minutes of downtown Dallas. This is because the USDA eligibility is based off pretty much the amount of people in that location and looking at cities with populations of 30 to 35,000 or less. And that's from the census data from the previous year. Meaning that if you're in a fast growing city like a Frisco, Texas, which is a wealthy suburb about 20 minutes north of Dallas, where like the Dallas Cowboys practice, where Universal Studios has just announced a theme park and the PGA of America just moved, there are USDA eligible properties within like 10 minutes of Frisco where they're million dollar houses. So today's episode, we'll discuss how you can find out where the USDA eligible properties are in your area. We're gonna discuss income limits, credit requirements, the two types of USDA loans, seller concessions, property types, the appraisal, and more so. Let's get into it. Welcome back to House Rich, the first time home buy show where we help millennials figure out how in the world do I buy my first home. Today we're talking USDA loans, so let's get right into it. As I mentioned there, two types of USDA loans. The first is the USDA Direct. It's the least common type of loan. So I'm going to cover this very quickly. Then we'll dive into the USDA Guarantee Loan, which is a lot more prevalent. So let's talk about the direct loan. It comes directly from the USDA. And the USDA is the USDA you're thinking about, the United States Department of Agriculture. So the USDA Direct Loan is designed to help low and very low income applicants obtain decent, safe, and sanitary housing in eligible rural areas. Loan applicants must have adjusted income that is at or below the applicable low income limit for that area that they wish to buy a house and demonstrate their willingness or the ability to repay the loan. So we'll dive into actual income requirements a little bit later, but that very low income part is very important because when we talk income, it is household income. But here are some more requirements. They must be currently without safe and sanitary housing. They must be unable to obtain a loan from other resources on terms and conditions that can be reasonably expected to meet. And it must be their primary residence. So the second part was they basically can't get a loan anywhere else, meaning that for whatever reason, their credit is bad, their debt income ratio is bad. There's something stopping them from getting any other basic loan. So if you can qualify, for instance, let's say the guaranteed loan, you have to go with that or a conventional FHA, et cetera. This is kind of like the last resort for folks that can't qualify under any other circumstances. As far as the property itself, the value cannot be in excess of the applicable area loan limit, and it can't be an income generating property. That includes the land as well. So you can't buy like a rundown house, but buy land as well that has like corn or whatever on the property and you can actually make income from the land. Now, if you do meet all those requirements, the funds can be used to build, repair, or renovate, or relocate a home, or to purchase and repair sites, including providing water and sewage facilities. Also, the terms on these loans are a little bit longer as well. They start at 33 years, but if you can't meet the debt to income ratio requirements at 33 years, the loan term can go all the way up to 38 years. And currently, they're just like a fixed rate for everybody or anybody that qualifies. It's a 4.250, and the interest rate can be bought all the way down to 1%. Also, you can expect to close these loans in about 45 to 60 days. And as a reminder, they go directly through the USDA. So you don't go to Chase, you don't go to your local lender, your local broker. You can only get the direct directly from the USDA. 
Hence the word direct. Now let's talk about the USDA guaranteed loan. These are the loans that you get from other lenders. It's guaranteed because the USDA guarantees 90% of the loan to the lender that's financing the loan. This is why the lender can offer the loan at 0% down because like, hey, there's a 90% guarantee that if the person defaults, the USDA will pay us for the loan. So like, okay, yeah, we'll do these USDA loans. These loans provide low and moderate income households the opportunity to own adequate, modest, decent, and safe sanitary dwellings as their primary residence in eligible rural areas. Eligible applicants may purchase, build, rehabilitate, improve, or relocate a dwelling in an eligible rural area. And once again, these are given by other lenders. So if you want to know who does USDA loans, you can just, I guess, call a lender and ask. But there's also a link on the USDA website that shows you all the USDA eligible lenders in your area. Now, how do you know if your area is eligible? Well, the USDA has a map that'll tell you if your area is eligible or not. To find it, there's a link down in the description with the map. Or you can literally go to Google and type in USDA eligibility map and it will be the first one that pops up and you'll see like a .gov address. Now all you do is pull up the map and zoom in on the area that you're interested in. So I'm going to look at Wakanda, also known as Atlanta. And of course, Atlanta, the city is not USDA eligible because of the population size being well above 35,000. Now I can look at locations that are maybe 15 to 20 minutes outside of Atlanta, such as Winder, Monroe, Social Circle, and start my home search in those areas if I want to use the 0% down loan that the USDA is providing me. And you can also type in your actual address in the search bar as well if you find a home. Here's how to find the household income requirements for your area. Once again, you Google USDA eligibility and it'll be the first option that pops up. You go to the website and click on the option for USDA guaranteed loan. And it'll take you to a link for income eligibility. And you'll type in your state first and then from your state, you'll type in your county and then from your county, it'll ask you the number of people in your household and some other questions such as folks that are under 18 or disabled. It's very important to put that information in there. From there, it'll ask you to type in your base income and other forms of income as well. And voila, it'll now spit out the income eligibility for that area. For instance, I've looked up Dallas, Texas, and the guaranteed income limit for a household is 112000 the rural direct income limit in that same area is $77,900. Having said that, the rough income limits for like a one to four member household are about $103,500. And for like four to eight folks, it's about $136,500. I'm going to reiterate this once again, because it is very important. It is the household income, not just who is on the loan. So you out there, Chris, if you're applying for the loan and you make $80,000 and you're like, okay, we're good, but your wife makes $70,000, you'd be above that income limit. Or if you have like a parent or somebody in the household that maybe gets social security or some sort of other benefits, that's added to the loan amount as well. But as I did mention, make sure you're filling out the information as far as like disabled folks, folks under 18, because they actually subtract like $480 for children under 18. You're able to subtract medical expenses as well as child care expenses as well for your income in that income calculator. Let's talk money. USDA loan is 0% down. That does not mean there's no money involved in the loan. There are closing costs with the USDA loan, just like there is pretty much every 
other loan program outside of NACA. There is a situation where you can have too much money to qualify for the USDA loan. If you have at least a 20% down payment that could be used on a conventional loan for that property, you are not eligible for the property. For instance, if you're buying like a $100,000 property and you have $20,000 sitting in your bank account, which is 20% down for a conventional loan, you have too much money and you are not eligible for that property. But if you got $19,000, you are eligible for that property. Just some food for thought. You can have too much money for the property. This is why, as always, it's very important to only submit the documents that your lender asks for. If you start volunteering all sorts of 401k documents, your, your Bitcoin supply, and all this other stuff, you may not qualify for the loan. Similar to like the FHA loan and the VA loan, the USDA loan also has an upfront funding fee. It's called the USDA fee guarantee. It's 1% of the loan amount and typically can be financed into the loan. So for instance, if you have like a $100,000 loan, the 1% of that finance is $1,000. So you'd have a loan that is $101,000. So technically you're underwater as soon as you close on the property. The USDA loan has a monthly mortgage insurance. They call it a annual fee. It is 0.35% of the loan amount. You pay it on a monthly basis. And so it goes down because you know, as the loan amount goes down, the annual fee goes down, but it actually never falls off the loan. Similar to your FHA loan. Now, when it comes to closing costs, the seller can pay up to 6% of those fees through something called a seller concession. Or you can also get a gift from a family member to pay for your closing costs as well. Let's jump into credit. Technically, there's no minimum credit guideline, but as I mentioned, these loans are from the lenders and lenders are gonna have overlays. So typically you're gonna be looking at a 620 to 640 credit score, which is what most lenders want. And they basically want to see you have the ability to meet your financial obligations for the last 12 months. So you don't want to have any like collections and missed rent payments or stuff from the last 12 months. That is a red flag to the lender that you won't be able to meet your future financial obligations. Debt to income ratio. Your debt to income ratio are your future debt to income ratio. This is your monthly finance debts plus your future mortgage payment divided by your income before taxes. So there's two forms of your debt to income ratio. There's the front end, which is basically your housing expense, the future housing expense divided by your income before taxes. The USDA does not want that to be any more than 29%. So for instance, let's say your mortgage payment will be $3,000 and you make $10,000 a month. That is a 30% debt to income ratio. That is a X from the USDA because you are over that limit. And also you probably over the income limit as well in that scenario, but there you go. Now the back end debt to income ratio, which is your monthly finance debts, your minimum credit card payments, any student loan payments, plus that future mortgage payment divided by your income before taxes can be no more than 41%. So same scenario. So let's say your mortgage payment was in this scenario, $2,500, but now you have all these outside debts that add up to another $2,000. So your debts are $4,500. You make $10,000. Your debt to income ratio is 45%. You would not qualify in that scenario. Now the properties are single family properties you need to use for this loan. So we're talking like, of course, single family homes, but also like condos, modular homes, and manufactured homes. That's very important too, because a lot of lenders won't lend on manufactured or modular homes when it comes to like FHA and conventional loans. Also, the acreage must be kind of normal for the area. So for instance, you can't buy like a, a small shack on like 
100 acres. If all the other plots in the area are like five to 10 acres, this prevents some scenario where someone's actually just trying to buy land, but now someone throws like a, a modular home on top of like 100 acres and they're really just buying the land, but they're kind of disguising it by buying the house. Last but not least is the appraisal. It falls in line for the most part with like your FHA guidelines. So once again, all government loans are going to be a lot stricter with the appraisal than like a conventional loan. So there's showstoppers such as stuff like um, wiring, appliances not working, hot, hot water not working in the property. Those are showstoppers for a USA loan, an FHA loan, or a VA loan. So it's a little bit more in depth than a conventional loan, but there's nothing like wild about a USDA inspection. I'm in the Dallas area, but I can help connect you with lenders all across the United States and realtors as well. So uh, let me know if you need help. But as always, buy land. Rumor has it, they're not making any more of it.